Hi, and welcome back to Ericode Coffee. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, we're back from another dimension. Wow. Uh, how? Wait, we are back from another dimension. Oh, fuck. Yes. <laughs> so there's multiple asses here. Uh, us, asses? Asses. 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 No, but y you mean that we're like separate versions of ourselves, but yeah, from I mean, another dimension. Yeah, every episode is us from in another dimension. So, wait, so we're recording? Yes. From another dimension? Yeah. But So this is the 18th dimension because we're recording the 18th oh. episode. So we're... Um, you know, publishing it yeah. from another dimension to yeah. to every dimension. Yeah. So that's why you guys are hearing it. It's multidimensional. Mm. I thank you for listening. <laughs> but uh, as you might hear, it might sound different. And if you're watching. Yeah, it looks different. Yeah, that's not because, well, maybe because we're from another dimension this time. But that's also one reason. Yeah, sure. But um, we're also in a different room. Yeah. A different one than usual. So we'll... See how this sounds. It should sound better. Better. Sure. Different, at least. Different. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a good way to say it. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's... It's not worse. It's just different. Yeah, it's just. It's, <laughs> it's always a nice way to turn something negative into a positive thing. It's not positive. That's neutral. Uh, it's it's better than negative, I guess. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> tell my wife. I said hello. <laughs> hey, at least he said something. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, we want to talk about um, design aesthetics and decisions made in in websites. I guess. Yeah. Is that, is that, is that the best wording? <laughs> I, I would say, um, like, if you're designing a website, yeah. When is it, uh, like, what what is design? <laughs> okay. Well, Jesus, dude, that's that, pretty that's, complex. Yeah, but yeah. we're not going into that. <gasps> but what I'm trying to say is, when is a choice made for yeah. a website? When when is it based on design principles and when is it based on a stylistic aesthetic personal uh choice yeah decision choice or yeah. insight so um i would say like hamburger menu that's now part of like a design principle it's part of life but if you would use a menu that looks or behaves totally different is yeah. that is that still design or is that almost art or like an aesthetic thing it's kind of complex. It, it's also uh, it also depends on how you how do, how do you how do you call it perceive w what design is. Oh yes, yeah. Well, th that's that's, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I I, I want to just keep this as an open discussion. Yeah. Something like uh, I I wouldn't say I have a very opinion opinionated opinion. Is wow. <laughs> but like um, I I would say that I tend to think that. If you deviate yeah. from what I find ordinary, then you're you're probably going to have to convince me that it works. Yeah. Either through psychological like uh, research, like how people use mm -hmm. that piece of interaction, or you would have to show me, and I would like functionally be, you know, be, be um, in agreement with you that it works. Yeah. So it's I think like you can still say that it, it it's, it's going to work if you can prove it. And um, that's something that might, you know, it, it might not be art anymore. Mm. Because to me, art is multi-interpretable. If it's only yeah. one interpretation... Is it 
Is it really art? Yeah. Or is it like uh, something? That's one of the reasons I have a hard time with art a lot of times because I don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like I have to get something yeah. right or, you know. Yeah, you, you should perceive it the way the artist yeah, meant it. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you have to search for that or, you know, find your own interpretation of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what you think it is. Sometimes that's necessary too. But yeah. a lot of times I feel like just <laughs> just show me what it's supposed to be and I will, I will be fine, you know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an, an artsy guy. Well, maybe you're not contemporary, like that's contemporary art, and like art that's pretty modern. Yeah, doesn't have a very uh, what do you call it, like es- established, or like it's not grounded in reality. Yeah, it's very abstract usually. Yeah, and I don't like that. I mean, yeah. I love design, and I love like you know, I've I've mm-hmm. plates from certain brands. Plates? Yeah, you call it the dinner plates. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, from a certain brand because I like its its design, not its functional uh, functionality. No, okay, and because uh, it's not functional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, but I mean, they're heavy or something, you know, right? It, like heavier than regular plates. Yeah, and they're made from how do you call it pottery, I guess, and they are glazed or something. It's just I like yeah. I like that kind of stuff. I li- I like mm-hmm. you know heavily designed. St- I mean, even uh, my um, forks and knives, and you know, it's all. It's all from a certain brand that's mm-hmm. th- that designs stuff in a certain yeah. way, and I, I really like that. Yeah, but that's like an aesthetic that doesn't uh, change the functionality. Yeah, and also it's just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Y- you you can only interpret it as one thing. You know, it's just. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if you if you are a person who can find, you know, yeah, you you can find a weird aesthetic thing mm-hmm. in whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure, but um, for me, it just. It's just what it is. It's well, it's a knife and it has a, like a, a certain balance yeah. I like and it's just a shape that makes sense and mm-hmm. that's it. Well, for example, I, I have personal opinions about knives and stuff too. Uh-huh. Which I think, for example, butter knives, yeah. if they have any sharp edges on the handle, then I'm already like, why? Sure, yeah. Right? It doesn't make sense. But it, it looks good though sometimes. Yeah. Like uh, um, some metal handle that's yeah. been, you know, how do you call it again? Like when it's scratched in such a way that it looks kind of, um, how do you say that again? <laughs> I don't know. What? Like it's almost uh, sandblasted, but it's, okay. it's scratched in a direction that it looks. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know how to. Yeah, but with that kind of handle, yeah. it looks really nice to have sharp edges and not rounded edges. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like sharp edges can can add some kind of, futuristic thing i guess but also mm-hmm. yeah it, it's weird because on the one hand sharp edges display um less manufacturing manufacturing or what no i mean it, it displays speed or you know um how do you call it, it it's literally sharpness yeah so it, it it looks like something that's you know yeah it, <laughs> it know. looks tighter almost like i, I guess it, it's less fluid it's, it's just w- with a car for example yeah. you, you have cars that are perfectly round shaped mm-hmm. and that they, they flow with the wind mm-hmm. but you also have cars that are really blocky and mm-hmm. really square yeah and that also kind of adds some futuristic or you know does it sometimes it's it cars, does. i don't think it, so. it, it really depends on what kind of car i mean of course if it's a car that's just straight front and then just yeah. you know it's <laughs> that's that's like the 40s or something yeah but i mean some some square things mm-hmm. can look really yeah. sharp you know exactly not uh, only in <laughs> that you can cut your finger on it but it's it's weird because uh to me it's almost like as long 
as it's a bit less comfortable yeah. than it's modern. <laughs> 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 like if it's not 100% comfortable, yeah. then you probably have made a design choice that's not part of nature, uh-huh. but part of aesthetic. Yeah, okay. And in that case, for example, a handle that is not rounded off yeah. at the end, at the back of the handle, so it would actually fit nicely in your palm. Yeah. It would be sharp. So if you would hold it in such a way, you could actually have marks on your yeah. on your but, palm of your hand. Yeah. In that case, they don't adhere to the principles of nature yeah. and of human physio- physiologi- uh, physiolo- physiology. Wow, geez. that's a hard word. Yeah, but I, I, <laughs> I, I get what you mean. It's um, yeah. You you can design multiple ways. I mean, yeah. just with a knife, for example. Mm-hmm. I, I also have those. Uh, I have global knives. Global. Yeah, global. That's the brand. Oh. But um, they they sh- they shape the knife mm-hmm. in, in a hand, so it's oh, like yeah. it, they they molded it mm-hmm. around the, the mm-hmm. grip of a hand, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's all rounded. There's yeah. no sharp, you know. Does that look futuristic? It does. Yeah. But I that's it, because it's over manufactured. Yes. Like yeah. it's made in such a way that you need some kind of expertise and a manufacturing process that's out of the ordinary. Yeah, that's true. And then it's like a very special case where they actually try to almost make it an extension of your hand or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's amazing. But like, if you get uh, normal knives, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, knives that are not specially designed but are just following a design principle, yeah. they would just have maybe rounded edges. Yeah. Maybe they're made of wood, the handles. You know, stuff stuff that you would like. If you would draw a knife, you would draw that knife. Yeah. You know, that's the knife that comes up in in your mind. Yeah, but even those, you know, standard mm-hmm. knives are also kind of you know shaped in a certain way Definitely. around your hands. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like the classic, like uh, gra- grounded or established designs. Yeah. Usually, they already adhere some kind of. There's some standards. Yeah. That yeah that's made for comfort yeah that's true before like more for function than for uh, design yeah yeah so it's it's like the hamburger menu right Mm -hmm. well is it i I I guess i mean that thing is already right now it's established and i mean most people know what what it means and what it does exactly i mean and even then some websites (laughs) kind of change the interaction or just do something different they look different usually well also sometimes you know you click on hamburger menu and it doesn't show anything it, it or it doesn't pop up it doesn't pop up or it does something else you know yeah something I mean, you weird. have like hamburger menus where the the whole screen just fills with an overlay mm-hmm. and you get like the whole menu yeah. full screen yeah here. it's not like an overlay that comes from one angle yeah. direction yeah or you know it doesn't slide your mm-hmm. website around or it doesn't overlay a menu or something yeah. it's just a whole screen goes dark and you have mm-hmm. the menu on but, but like the the choice to make it uh, animate that way yeah and the way it shows up yeah, that doesn't deter from the function, does it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not still, always. Uh, the icon mm-hmm. pr- portrays a menu or mm-hmm. navigation, and that's yeah. still what happens mm-hmm. eventually yeah. in a certain way. So, uh, like, y- you're not seeing something very like you're not interacting with it differently than it would slide out. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah, I think, but you might have it block some kind of content that you normally would see. Yeah, maybe, and th- in that case. That's why I always think, hey, if you have a an, a menu that actually overlays or covers the whole website, yeah. is usually made for websites that are not made for 
uh, browsing fast, mm. but for uh, showing off a brand. Or yeah, it's just aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. It's more aesthetic than, than it, it's functional. Yeah. Functional. So yeah, exactly. Like if you're trying to give out as much information as you can in, a, in the shortest amount of time, you don't want an animation that covers your whole page. Yeah, that's true. So there, there's still some functional um, choice made there. Like we yeah. don't care if you stay or have to wait one second longer to see the menu yeah. or to see the content again, mm -hmm. as long as you get this experience of luxury almost. That, like, yeah, usually the, the more simple huh. uh, a single screen is on a website, the more luxurious it usually feels. Yeah. Like when you separate content from other content, yeah. either with white space or like a color or something, mm. you'll definitely get this sense of everything has its own place. Everything is made to be uh, experienced separately because yeah. on their own, they're already high quality things. Yeah. Compared to like um, a website that gives out so much information that's all underneath each other, then you would ha like you if would have to get out the information yourself. Yeah, you have like a, a, yeah. an overload of information mm -hmm. and an overload of designed, you know, yeah. parts. And altogether, it's just too much to, you know, every brain mm -hmm. scans it in you know separate mm -hmm. sections instead of just in, as one big blob of information. Yeah, and uh, it, you mean if it's divided already yeah. design-wise. It's easier to comprehend or easier also, to yeah. yeah. It's it's uh, made for like if you take the time mm -hmm. to separate content with white space in such a way that it's still accessible and also functional. Yeah. But definitely, you would like have a difference between just a you know like a two thousand word page <laughs> yeah. uh, with information. Nah. If you use like images and uh, stylistic ways or like block quotes you would use uh, like positioning of text next to images and stuff you you would notice that people are more interested because it visually it, it's more interesting mm -hmm. but it's also when you do that you go through the process of filtering out crap yeah. that you don't want on your website yeah. but so in that case it's like it's an aesthetic thing because functionally it it, you might even say it's less functional because you don't get all the information. Mm. But because you went through the step to make it aesthetically more pleasing, yeah. you're creating more a more like higher quality product. And I think that's interesting because some design principles are not just made to make it functional, mm. but also because of that aesthetic, it will be better to comprehend. Yeah. And in that case, you know, it something that was maybe artistic. Mm it might already be uh, functional because maybe in our nature, uh, we like as humans, but also as animals and stuff, yeah. we need some kind of beauty, some kind of design in the end yeah. that's based on something that's pretty, something that's nice to look at to understand our world. Yeah, I um, mean, there are people yeah. who don't grasp that, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's definitely a case where you can always see uh, in, in designs, not only on websites, but mm. also like in uh, print design, but also clothing, yeah. even furniture, where minimalism that's been thought out because removing redundant or like lower quality elements yeah. of your product and focusing only on the functional parts makes it usually look prettier, but keeps the functionality well the same. I mean, that's kind of 
it's, it's kind of a difference between yeah. certain people and also the difference in like age or you know the time mm -hmm. period because we had a lot of fluff added to stuff you know mm -hmm. uh, just a, a couch for example had you know bow strings or whatever and little edges and with buttons and yeah, stuff just, yeah it's a lot of information and a lot of design that's yeah. not necessary but it, you know it adds something and uh i mean in the period we're living in right now i mm -hmm. think i mean couches are pretty basic i mean you, you can still buy yeah. a really you know weird <laughs> fancy couch yeah but, leather um, and <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you know, with weird shapes yeah. and uh, a weird arm, uh, I call it weird arm, which <laughs> <laughs> is a weird arm. Yeah. No, but um, no, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's just we we kind of shifted to uh, minimalism more, and uh, yeah, but not about it's it's not it's still it's still pretty and it's still it's designed well. It's just a, a different way it's designed. Yeah, I I, th I still think it's literally because like the function of a couch mm. has not been changed. Or exactly. Yeah, and and they still want to make the most comfortable yeah. couch there is, but they don't want to focus on things that are based on uh, like time, mm -hmm. culture, and uh, a specific like uh, niche or or a personal opinion. Yeah. So they try to. That's how it, it looks it, almost. It's like they try to make it generic, it, it, as generic as possible. So all the different, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, cultures and, and, and types of people, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. <laughs> can take it as, oh, that's a nice designed couch. Yeah. 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 For, I think in the last 20 or so years, especially uh, because of internet and stuff uh, and globalization, you yeah. know, it's very easy to just order something from Sweden yeah. as furniture and stuff. And um, <laughs> IKEA, I guess. Yeah. Like IKEA has a very, if you look at it, it's very simple. Yeah, it, it is. It, it's, it's I mean, not th that's their whole mm -hmm. selling point. And you might say, yeah, that's a Swedish or Scandinavian design. Yeah. But to me, that's actually just like IKEA got, they always were kind of more sober. Yeah. Okay. But IKEA got popular because the sobriety of their products actually made them fit every household. Yeah, I think, yeah, sure. That's one of the reasons. Yeah. Like I mean, one of the, also the price, but. Yeah, and the meatballs. <laughs> the meatballs, yeah, Hor the horse meat meatballs. Is it? No, it was it was for really? a while. Yeah, delicious. Oh, I have never had. I those. mean, I don't. I'm, I'm not even sure if it was globally horse meat, okay. but in the Netherlands at least, the balls were made from horse meat. And but it's super expensive usually. Well, apparently it was cheaper than well, okay. because it's supposed to be like a half pig meat and half uh, beef. Yeah. Uh, apparently horse anyway <laughs> we're talking about meatballs <laughs> but Ikea meatballs are pretty good anyway <laughs> okay I never had them because you know. yeah I get it but um, I know to me like if you go to Ikea yeah. as a I know a Middle Eastern uh, family yeah. or a Dutch family yeah. or a family from uh, East Europe mm -hmm. or an Asian family yeah. you will still find something that will that would fit your household yeah. aesthetically yeah, and the function is not deterred because it's still you know it's still functional yeah. they they focus on the function first and then if they can and if ha if they have the budget to produce it on mass scale yeah. they will try to add something nice or something ikea -y. Scandinavian. Yeah. A lot of times they, they, they start with a, a basic design mm -hmm. and then they try to add something that makes it a little bit different. Yeah. It makes it stand out a bit. Yeah. And sometimes they remove it or whatever. Or sometimes mm -hmm. it, it's just optional, for example. There's also yeah, exactly. a lot of, uh, yeah. It's pretty cool. And um, I don't know, maybe it's something that's been happening a lot longer. Yeah. But uh, on websites and stuff, 
I think the the reason why we're getting websites that look like they they look like each other yeah. <laughs> is because they have the same principle that if you go with something more generic looking, yeah, it will easier. fit the content. Yeah, that's also one of the reasons why a lot of WordPress themes, for example, mm-hmm. look pretty basic or pretty simple. Yeah. Not not to you know, they, they don't do a lot of fancy fluff because then it's harder to sell it to a lot of different sec- yeah. sectors, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, like if you're trying to sell a template. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. They, they are trying to sell templates to as much pe- people as possible. So okay. they, they try yeah. to make a generic looking mm-hmm. website so it can fit in a web shop or mm-hmm. just, you know, a, a bakery or whatever, you know. It's just, it, 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 yeah. it, it has to work with a lot of different mm-hmm. types of companies. Yeah, and the only adjustments you want is maybe color choices or exactly. something. Exactly, yeah. Um, and if you want, yeah. you can make it more fancy, but it, it, by default, it's supposed to be simple i yeah. guess or functional yeah and it's kind of interesting because when you're trying to focus on functionality when is there a moment that you do want to you know create something that's aesthetically pleasing but yeah. also n- not r- like lowering the functionality mm. of your product or your website yeah and um i i know i'm, I'm curious like when is it okay to deviate from established design principles like do you have an opinion about that well i always think that if it's something that's supposed to be artsy or you know design Mm -hmm. then it's it's fine or accepted that it's so the content yeah i think it really depends on what kind of website you're Mm -hmm. building or for what kind of company you're building a website okay yeah i mean if you're building a website for a bakery you're not gonna do you know Weird <laughs> stuff that just deviates from the the, the regular you know interfaces. What, for example. what if it's a very luxurious bakery where they work with crazy <laughs> ingredients? You sure, know? yeah, then it's different. Yeah. So th- there are a lot of factors mm-hmm. that, that change how it's supposed to be. I guess. Okay. What what, what about this? Um, what what about this concept? If you are uh, making a design, yeah, and it's very very weird, yeah. Out of the ordinary, okay, yeah. something that's <laughs> something that's not established. Yeah. What's the first, like, what are the first few words you think of when you see such a website? It doesn't matter what kind of content, but what what are the first few things that you think of if you see a website that has non-generic UX or UI? It it really depends again okay. on what kind of. What's the purpose of the website? Mm-hmm. A lot of times that influences what my initial reaction is. Okay. Because depending on that, it's just like, well, what's this? And yeah. oh, this interesting. Or yeah. what? Why would they do it this way? That's that's kind of. So <laughs> you you might want to have some kind of first impression before you arrive on the website in some cases um, to understand. No, f- it's just. I mean, I go to a website because I already know what well, what it's supposed to be. Okay. I mean, usually it, you do. It's not like I'm clicking on a random website and it just opens and I find out it's a website about a bakery. Mm-hmm. It's just I know I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. for a bakery and I find yeah. that website, so I know it's supposed to be <laughs> for a so, bakery. So in that case, your first impression has already been made. Yeah. Either th- well, definitely well, through another medium. I mean, not right. It, it's not like an impression. Okay. It, yeah. It's more like an I expect a certain thing from the website. Yeah, but okay, so not the impression of the whole, uh, like brand. Yeah, but the impression of what I'm okay. Yeah, the expectation of what you're going to experience on yeah. the website. Yeah, at least the content-wise, mm. um, that's you. You definitely need that mm. before you experience. Like 
well, experience something super out of the ordinary? The, the problem is also that, I mean, mm -hmm. I make websites just like you. So mm -hmm. I already have like, if I think about a bakery, I have a certain, you know, vision of yeah. what a bakery website should mm -hmm. look like. Um, okay, yeah. So I already kind of pre-fill my needs and my expectancies okay. for a website like that. Yeah, exactly. Like you, But that's based on functionality, right? Like. Well, also design-wise, yeah. I also already what kind colors of colors and stuff. Yeah, and I'm like, well, <laughs> the red won't work pr probably on a. It's too bright. Yeah, it's, it's too yeah, or rough. purple. Just like yeah. I mean, there are bakeries that do stuff like that, but it's just they, they have a specific product. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, sometimes I already kind of pre-fill yeah. what works and what won't work. So, so what color works for a bakery? Uh, I mean, gold, brown. Um, maybe you can kind of orange. Ish, you know those kind of mm -hmm. uh, hues yeah. or tints. I yeah, guess actually that's like the colors I would use too. Um, I mean, blue doesn't work because blue is more like a tech color because of Twitter, Facebook. I kind of already, yeah. You know, blue is mm -hmm. more modern. Also, y you can go with green, I guess, because green is like it has a kind of association with nature and food. But so it might be too healthy. Again, yeah. So I think like gold portrays yeah. luxury and I mean I think it kind of fits with a bakery it also reminds me of just a golden baked crust exactly yeah. so there are a lot of brownish yeah. orange yeah I like that yeah. I almost would go to maybe pinkish like add some red to the orange yeah to make I mean, it like peachy yeah you can that's a nice color if, if they sell like a, how do you call it a sweet bakery stuff you yeah, know tarts for example like yeah small pies with fruit on top exactly yeah. then, then you can go more to the that color yeah, side but exactly. uh, I, I think you can also it, it, it can be really basic mm -hmm. with just black and white okay it doesn't have to be too but yeah. anyway that's so that's what i already yeah. expect when i go yeah. to one of those websites but that's something most people also have like uh, the expectation of their experience <sighs> not, not in that depth yeah but i'm trying to say is people that get something out of the ordinary yeah. will notice it mm. only because they have an expectation. Yeah. Otherwise they are okay with everything. So that's kind of a cool way to like find out if you think something is, you know, uh, out of the ordinary. It's kind of a, how do you call it? An exercise. Sure. That um, maybe as a designer, you should do like every year. Mm. Like if you would design this kind of website, what yeah. are your expectations? What are they based on? Mm -hmm. And uh, how are these people, for example, uh, d deviating from your expectation? Are they doing it well? Yeah. How are they doing that? And that's kind of something really cool mm. that I think, you know, it's a small exercise, but you can keep your own um, insight, mm. but your own, also your own, um, like, I don't know, your own principles. Yeah, design uh, principles. Yeah, design principles in, in, in check, but also <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like a way to, gauge if you're still in you know yeah in, in the in the field so we, we can kind of quickly go to um some examples yeah so for example um reich's museum reich's museum reich's museum mm -hmm. how do you how do you even pronounce that i think that's the right way to say it so it's a uh, r e uh, i r i j k s and yeah. then museum yeah i'll i'll edit in the description yeah but um dot an l dot an l yeah so that's that's an example of a website that's i mean it's a museum so mm -hmm. i think it should be the focus is like tickets contact information you know location that kind of stuff 
and some way to portray what's available at a museum? Sure, like the, what do you call it, the collection or something? Yeah, the collection of the museum. But um, if you go to the website, I think the whole interface is just so, it's it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's not, you know, it's out of the box. It's different than most websites. I mean, I don't see like a hamburger menu, for example. Yeah, but sure. It's just... But I, I wasn't 100% sure that was the menu at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't even look like a menu. Um, and if you not really. if you click on it, the the the, the interaction or the animation mm -hmm. is not something you expect it to happen. Uh, at least for me, yeah, uh, like it, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't preface you or tell you in advance that it's going to expand and it's going to change the shape or mm -hmm. the you know the, the, the dimension. That's uh, true, and that's also a thing that's kind of annoying because you you click on the top of the page on a link, mm -hmm. and then that same element you just clicked on slides down in the middle of the page. So you have to readjust your, your mouse to that location. Yeah. And then you have to select what you want to do. Yeah, it's, and, and there's a close button. Yeah, there's a close button and then it just shifts back to the top. It's, I don't know. I would almost say maybe keep this at the bottom. Um, yeah, I it's guess. More, it's more visible to me. Yeah. Um, like the first thing I see when I arrive on this website is the huge ass title like Reichs and then M, yeah. M half of a U. Yeah, it doesn't fit. You can <laughs> you can click next to and, the yeah. And then I would see the red button actually at the bottom left, the Explore Our Collection. Yeah. And because it's also how they use the the images, mm -hmm. there's lightness at the top. Yeah. Because of the title, but also most images are light on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have either you know natural light, so at the bottom it's usually closer. Um. But anyway, the red color, that's, there's only two buttons that are red. Yeah. And that's tickets and now on show or whatever. And they probably did that because they want to draw attention to those two buttons. I mean, the other buttons are not red or orange. What is it, red? Um, so they, they want to draw attention to those two. But the way they are positioned right now don't really help with uh, yeah. putting your eye to the right button. I mean... Again, I, for me, I think the main thing on this website should be selling tickets and information. Mm -hmm. And tickets are, is a button on the top. So if you click on it, you can immediately buy tickets. So that's nice. It's just mm -hmm. the way it's positioned doesn't yeah. feel right. Uh, and if you want to contact information, you go to about this museum. And then you, that, that weird menu expands. Oh, wait, it doesn't. <laughs> that's not the right button. You have to click on. Wait, what are you trying to see? I, I'm, I'm trying to find where it is. Where it is. Address. It's at plan your visit, I'm pretty yeah, sure. So, and then yeah. Mr. Info. So I was going to about the museum, but it's... That's weird. Yeah. Uh, it, it should probably... And then, so if you go to yeah. visitor information, mm -hmm. then you have to... You have another, a different website. I mean, it feels totally different. Yeah. So you have a different website, and then you have to click back on... Um, what's it called? Address or something? Is there an address? No. About? <laughs> Where's the address? <laughs> it's not here. It's so weird. I mean, oh, here, address and route. The, the but the first thing I noticed, too, is the interaction of the navigation. Yeah. The navigation is totally different once you click on an element on yeah. the homepage. And then the menu that you had on the homepage shifted to an invisible top. 
So on the top of the page, you have like an arrow pointing oh, down. What? And if you click on it, no. it's back to that <laughs> weird menu. It's So this is an example of a something that's different, but it, it's a bit too, mm -hmm. I don't know. It doesn't feel like this makes sense. Yeah, it's all over the place. As far yeah. as uh, UI, um, it's fine because they have like CTAs that yeah. are clearly visible. It's called the actions, by the way. Yeah. And and uh, the top left, there's the menu, I guess. So yeah. you're trying to find something. Like menus are usually portrayed with either text yeah. or an icon. And the only text on this page when you arrive is bottom left where the collection is. You know, there's export the collection or something. Yeah. And top right, where the tickets, the language settings, and login search, is, I guess, and search. Yeah. And then there's a the top left area. So you naturally will find it, mm. but it's not your first instinct. Yeah. And it it might be fine depending on how, like the CTA of tickets and and that thing works. Mm -hmm. But to me, I am more interested in planning a visit usually, yeah. and tickets are an extension of that. And yeah. uh, seeing what's in the collection is also an extension of that. To, I mean, I don't know. It, it really depends, right? I mean, if you if you're a tourist and you're visiting and you know that you already want to go to the museum, yeah, sure. Then you have to go. You, you can just go to tickets immediately and uh -huh. and buy those tickets. Yeah. But I mean, we we live here in the Netherlands, mm -hmm. and if you want to visit, I'm I'm more interested in where exactly it is, when is it open, um, what's on display right now. Yeah. And then. I might buy tickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm trying to find like a, my, how do you call it? My, my um, uh, th there's a word for that. Like the way I walk through a, a page, yeah. my own interaction, um, I'm not, I can't imagine it, like liking this experience yeah. as a visitor. You know, yeah. visitor. Yeah. So but, um, yeah, an example of um, of a better one that's different than usual mm -hmm. is um, newland.tv. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because I didn't know what it was about when I clicked on it. Yeah, but I mean, as soon as you also land on the page, it's just a blue screen with a small video or something playing in the middle. Mm -hmm. and you have a, a white text with scroll down displayed yeah. <laughs> in the bottom half. It's kind of weird. But um, it's an introduction that's very yeah like simple and doesn't have any text except for and there's only one yeah. one, um, one thing to do it tells you what you have to do mm -hmm. and then it's just a matter of doing it and then it works so you scroll down and then the video goes full screen mm -hmm. initially and then if you keep scrolling the website adjusts to you know the the, the home page I guess that's that's the real yeah the, like the landing page after the intro yeah. Yeah. And um, I mean, th this is um, I, I think they're they're like a video agency, right? So they they make they record and edit videos for clients or companies. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Some of them are um, like uh, ads. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Yeah, ads yeah. and um, and some of them I think are uh, like short movies, okay. short stories. But still, you go to this website to see. Uh, for example, a portfolio of them. So mm -hmm. what they're actually doing. And the first thing you get is as soon as you scroll down, it's the video. And if you keep scrolling, you get more examples of their work. So you, you immediately get pretty much the information you want, I guess. 
Yeah, I, I like that um, because they're not trying to sell anything. Yeah, they're trying to convince you that they are uh, like their products, mm. the things they create, the videos, yeah, and the directors. Because what I see on when I scroll down yeah. and I land on the the homepage, I see New Land. Yeah, that's the name of the place, by the way, newland.tv. Um, and then I see in the menu, I see latest directors contact Badland. Yeah. And like the position of the menu, I don't care because there's so little text yeah. that you will immediately notice that there's that a navigation. It's one element. of the first things you get drawn to, to be yeah. honest. Also, the, the little line yeah. under latest usually indicates that you're, that's the active yeah. page. Which is already enough for me to know that oh I'm on latest. Yeah. So the next page is probably directors um, and then contact. It's also kind of interesting that if you go to contact, for example, yeah, the, the page shifts to the right or mm -hmm. you know it shifts slides to the left. Yeah, the content goes on the right side. Yeah, and then the the contact information is uh, like uh, credits yep. from a video. That's really cool, and you can scroll in it or you can drag. I guess can you drag. No? Yeah. Well, I I love that you actually <laughs> it repeats. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just an, an unlimited list of credits. It's yeah. it's it's, um, it's cool. Yeah, I, I like that they're getting the whole aesthetic of hey, videos. Yeah. We make videos, and uh, like you're seeing behind the scenes. Yeah, you're seeing like exactly who is the director yeah. of these videos, and their their portfolio is the videos. Yeah, yeah, and uh, also when you go to directors, for example, you see a list of all the directors they they have. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you hover over one of the directors, you see in the background a little preview of the video. Yeah, a little uh, thumbnail or a screen capture. Yeah, and so that's also interesting to see immediately this director built something for yeah. Volvo or whatever, or Samsung, and you can just click through it and see more information. And as soon as you open a project, it goes full screen into that video. And um, you see like a timer on top of the video for how long the video or in what you know yeah. frame you are currently, and you can scroll down to adjust the time of the video. Just, just well, actually, that's interesting because some some directors have multiple videos. Yeah. So, n not always like you get like a grid of all the. Yeah, you get like uh, five. Yeah, five <laughs> videos, mm. um, and you can select a video. Yeah. Scrolling doesn't do anything here, but there's also bio, which I didn't notice at first. Oh yeah. So bio actually uh, brings up the biography of the director. Yeah, and that's another overlay on top of the. Yeah. But project. it's it's interesting. It's very artistic to me. Yeah. Um, the the interaction with the video is kind of cool because the timeline, the scroll bar on the right, and uh, using the scroll wheel or yeah, so scrolling up yeah. and down, is you scroll into the video. Yeah. Scribble? Scrubble? <laughs> scrub? I think scrub, scrub. yeah. Yeah. But um, you scrub in the video and your cursor changes into a pause and play button for yeah. the video in the background. So that's also interesting. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So, um, like, the, the only thing they want you to do is be, you know, intrigued, be, be interested in their work. It's just a little preview and, and to, yeah. to pique your interest, I guess. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's all they're trying to do, and I think they achieved that. Like uh, another thing is, they made the functionality of playing the video mm. actually the highlight to me. Like everything is based on 
their yeah. products and, yeah. and playing and and watching you know images yeah. the only text they have literally is uh, either the names mm-hmm. or contact information yeah. or the biography of and, course and, and but that, that makes sense yeah, yeah. and th- there's no hey we're this and that well except for on contact but on the homepage there's only images there's yeah. only videos yeah and there's only like the, the name of the client mm-hmm. next to it there's no bullshit story about <laughs> how they made the video and uh, how much money they've made and whatever yeah. it's just really basic here's a video if you like it you like it and you can mm-hmm. contact us and you know start working with us yeah and they have another project apparently because badland that's the fifth item or the fourth item in the menu yeah i don't like that menu thing though as soon as you hover over that icon or that uh, yeah. text it changes the text it's kind of a weird uh, interaction yeah. but to me the, the only reason i know that it's not part of their regular set of you know uh, products or whatever yeah. it's because it's past like the in the menu positioning mm. it's past contact yeah so it's usually contact is uh, the last thing yeah yeah and with that i know that hey it's probably some kind of ad or like um you know they're, they're trying to uh what do you call it like show off something that's not directly part of badland it's a uh, new land itself yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah, it's it's a weird interaction, and that's a different website and stuff. So we won't talk about that yeah. for now. Um, but yeah, th- like it's very clean. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's gonna work for everything. No, of course not. Th- these uh, directors don't make your average videos apparently because the quality and the the even the subjects, the topics of the videos are very intriguing, yeah. like re- very different, very personal, touching almost, mm. and. You know, it fits something to highlight your product. If it's if they put so much effort and time into it, you don't have to convince anybody that it's a quality product yeah. other than just show it. Mm. Uh, and it's amazing uh, that, you know, I, I haven't seen websites like this for a long time because I don't come in contact with this kind of product yeah. products. But this is for me, and I think we both agree that this is a website that does like non-standard, non-established design UX in a way that it works. Yeah, Yeah, it works for their product. Imagine this being, I don't know, uh, a supermarket (laughs) and and the directors are their products. Oh no. And and like like you have to really look at what kind of product you have uh, content wise. Of course, also what kind of audience you'll Mm -hmm. get because that also decides how complex or how artsy your uh, website should be. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, and to me, this, I don't know, like, there's something uh, to say, though, for uh, very established design. Mm-hmm. I, I would almost say that, um, you know, it's very, it's a good idea to go for something very established if you want to, um, you know, let other people know that you are simple, yeah. that you create products that will fit generic uh, like requirements. Yeah. For example, um, there are different types of supermarkets in the Netherlands. Yeah. Some of them have websites that are more designy. Mm. Some of them are very simple and you know almost like a, a folder or like an, an ad you get. <laughs> yeah, it's just, then, just a PDF translated to yeah. a website, yeah. And depending on even, you know, it's a supermarket, same kind of content mm. and still, there's very there's there's 
tiny details yeah. that they adjust, but it makes it very interesting that some of them show show that their supermarkets are higher quality. Yeah, like they, they have a they have a different kind of. Um, yeah, it's just it's hard to it's just it's just a vibe. Yeah, but also the customers. Yeah, they get. They are different. Will be different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, the prices are a tiny bit higher, mm. but that's that comes with the cost. You know, the, the experience you get in the supermarket, but also the extension of that on the website yeah. is a tiny bit better yeah. than the other average supermarkets. Yeah, and I know it's all about the details and if your content fits and what kind of quality uh, or like what kind of customers you want to attract. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, and. Um, Maybe we'll continue this conversation later. Um, it's an interesting one, so yeah. Yeah, we, we have a lot of <laughs> things to say about this anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, wh what would you say is like the conclusive thing for now? Like, when would you use non-standard design? I, I don't think you can answer that with one simple. Okay, what what are do do you know like a few things you should look out for? for an opportunity yeah. to go the non-standard route? Like um, when do you get the, the opportunity, the chance to go? I, I think I already said it yeah. right at the beginning. If it's something that's supposed to be yeah. artsy or you know entertainment-wise, you, you can. it's much easier to go outside of the default okay. designs. Um, and if it's, if it's not dependent on content and a lot of you know information about certain I mean, again, a supermarket doesn't make any sense because you have a lot of products mm -hmm. and you have to be upfront and it has to be clear that these are the products and you can buy it for this price, etc. So it doesn't make sense that there are a lot of design stuff okay. you know, integrated with that kind of... Um, so again, I think entertainment um, uh, and, and yeah, design, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, IKEA, for example, is it, it, that in that case, it works. Okay. I think in the case of IKEA, it works because it's a design-focused company. Mm -hmm. It's all about the design. Yeah, it's it's an aesthetic they're going for, and they want everybody to know that it's their style. Yeah. So everything they do has that style. Mm. Yeah, it's kind so of interesting. If, if you're like if you're an agency, for example, that yeah. builds a lot of websites for regular customers, mm -hmm. um, you probably don't want like a design heavy or you know different design mm -hmm. um and if you make a lot of websites for entertainment business or yeah. audio or video producers for example then go for it mm -hmm. okay i think uh that's good for now we should wrap this up yes so, again um, thank you for listening to this episode yeah or watching either also watching and uh, we'll see you uh, next uh, time See you later. Bye.